Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever this reaches you. Listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. What's good, everybody? What's going on? And we're back. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to just start saying this shit every time I come back on the mic by myself. But what's good, y'all, man? I, um, I hope everybody's week's going well. Kind of crazy. We're still uh, still in the shut-in shit. I, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Did not take this shit as serious as I thought it was to begin with. But, you know, you live and you learn. But, again, man, I hope all y'all out there being safe and shit. Um, dog, with all this shut-in shit going on, one of the biggest things that, you know, we have to lean on right now or get entertainment from is uh, music. You know, I know y'all probably been watching a lot of those verses, you know, the, the baby face and versus Teddy Riley and T-Pain versus whoever the fuck. I, I don't know. Niggas just been out here playing music, which is a beautiful thing. Honestly, music is a beautiful thing. Um, music has gotten me through some of the roughest times in my life. Music has inspired me. You know, shit. Music even brought a nigga down a couple of times. But, you know, that's music. Music is one of the most powerful things known to mankind like the fact that it can move and soothe and make you feel better and lift your spirits in seconds or it can send you back down a rabbit's hole of just detrimental behaviors and bad feelings that's just crazy but outside of all that with music and if you motherfuckers ever noticed now hey family was good what's up i'm gonna be talking about music today <laughs> But uh yeah, man, uh while I'm while I'm getting all off track, dog, listen. You already know I'm about to ask you. You already know I'm about to ask you. Go ahead, like, subscribe, share, rate this motherfucker. I mean, please. Five stars. But if you don't think I'm deserving of five stars, give me what you feel, you know what I mean? No problem with that. But if uh you could, you know, just for the sake of, you know, just being a nice person, write a motherfucker review. Uh, rate the motherfucking podcast and then if you really really fuck with it share it i mean fuck man <laughs> but uh if you don't if you just want to be a nosy motherfucker that's cool as well um so yeah man as i kick it to you family and coming to you guys as i've known to come we're sitting down at the table today speaking to every single one of y'all because every single one of you motherfuckers listen to music let's just keep it real everybody listens to music man like i I only know one person, realistically, that I've met that does not listen to music. And if I didn't know this person on a somewhat intimate level, like if I didn't know this man, like in some form of a outside of just professional world, I would think this nigga is a complete sociopath, a complete murderer, a complete killer, because this motherfucker doesn't like music. So with that being said, everybody loves music. But... Do we really be comprehending what the fuck be going on? Uh, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I guess I love R&B music. 90s R&B is the shit, nigga. Everybody says it. If it ain't a 90s R&B love song, I don't want it, you know? You know, and then just, you know, probably the early 2000 R&B, that was pretty good, too. We had a couple of little little bangers back when I was in high school and shit. Um, I don't think R&B is really alive anymore, so it doesn't really, it, it's not any R&B like that to, in its purest form, I guess you could say. But who the fuck am I, man? I ain't never made an R&B song. 
R&B and rap, two of the hottest motherfucking just forms of music in the world. Like, I, I know people who don't know one country song, but I don't know anybody who doesn't know at least one rap song or one R&B song. And it got me to thinking, man, We <laughs> while all these verses were going on, I saw um, the uh, legendary uh, R&B 90s singer, Tevin Campbell. Um, you motherfuckers don't know who Tevin Campbell is? You're too young to be listening to my damn show. But Tevin Campbell um, said, he, he dropped a bomb. He tweeted that, um, can we talk? Is his single, can we talk? You know what I mean? Um, you're going to hear me hit a lot of bad notes on this episode, by the way. Uh, <laughs> this nigga pointed out that his his hit single "Can We Talk" was really actually more of a, a stalkerish song than anything. It was like the ultimate stalker song. And without thinking about it, really flipping it, if you know that song, if you literally know that song, you know how stalkerish that song really really sounds. Man, so much so, bro. Let me look this shit up, dog. I gotta pull these lyrics up. Hold on. You know what? Exactly. Hold on. Yeah, let me look. The- yeah, this is very much stalkers. Last night, I I saw you standing, and I started started pretending that I knew you, and you knew me too. Yeah, that's some pretty stalker shit, my nigga. My nigga sounds like a full fledged stalker, bro. I'm not even gonna front at all. But if that isn't even stalkerish, let's just take that part out. What really, really hit my brain, and this is what the episode, the cusp of the episode is going to be about. What really, really hit my brain is how R&B singers are bigger liars than rappers. R&B singers are toxic. And they're the biggest liars. I don't give a fuck. An R&B singer is a worse liar than a rapper. Because here's the kicker. Outside of... Outside of Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk song being stalkerish, what the shit really is, is cheesy as a motherfucker. And I know you're like, Pooch, uh, duh, uh, R&B songs supposed to be cheesy. Nah, bro, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, R&B songs and R&B artists are bigger liars because they make us believe that the shit they singing about is realistic. Like, y'all do understand, not to put all the pressure on the artist, but motherfuckers is mad impressionable. And if you heard it in a song, come on, bro. It got to be true. (laughs) Tell me you ain't never thought about that, bro. If you heard it in a song, I mean, the nigga said it. It must be true. You know, he did say that in a song, huh? Yep, he did. He did say that in a song. It must be true. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking to myself, damn, can we talk? Isn't just stalkerish. It's also cheesy because realistically, brothers and sisters of brothers, brothers and by brothers, you know, I mean all the men in the room, not only just my brothers of Nubian descent. I always have to clarify that because I get called tidy being called a sellout or a racist. Don't know where that comes from. Anyways, brothers, I'm just going to be real with you. Um, Just. The the whole sure shunt of a nigga walking up and singing, can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Girl, can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Now, nigga, that sounds very direct, very forceful as well, but very off-putting. Like, this nigga said, girl, I want to, can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Without even introducing himself. 
Now, see, my little impressionable ass hearing this shit as an impressionable ass team going to sit back and think, you know what? Mr. Tevin Campbell did say, can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Now you got my 12-year-old dumbass walking up, quoting the same lines in the song, not knowing that this ain't the motherfucking MTV movies and music videos and shit. But you know what? I digress. Maybe, maybe y'all are listening to this and like, like this nigga Pooch is off his rocker. He is over here venting about that damn song. Well, you know what? I hope you have time. Because I had time to go through songs <laughs> that were very much toxic and very much non-appreciatively bad behavior in R&B songs. But these niggas make that shit sound good. And what I mean by this, yo, let me back this up. You remember I said rappers were, I said rappers were were not as toxic or not as bad influences as R&B singers. And then you probably thought, how the fuck is that the case, Pooch? Like Uncle Pooch, how the fuck can a ra- a rapper a rapper raps about shooting people and doing drugs and and doing all the shit? Well, here's the thing: when I say being bad, I mean like for the example of what you hear these people talk about in their music. Either one isn't really real, or two, like going to lead your ass the fuck astray. Um, so rappers can definitely lead a motherfucker astray, but unfortunately, some rappers actually do the shit they rap about. I'm not going to say it's a good thing. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing because some rappers rap about doing nice things for communities and bringing up people and respecting women. And they do it. And some rappers rap about, I don't know, nigga, I don't know, doing heroin shots off cocaine lines. I, I don't know what you little young niggas is doing nowadays. But anyways, so that's where you come to cross to be like, hey, you know what? They're rappers. They're rappers a bad influence. But he really does the shit he does. And you know what? If he does do it, and you know what's going to happen. The nigga's probably going to go to jail again, which he's already rapped about. So it's your your prerogative at that point. If you're looking at a rapper that's doing negative things and you want to follow behind that, that is not necessarily in my eyes on the artist as it is on you. But then let me back up again. Just had to clarify that because I know people will be like, how the fuck is a rapper not as bad? That's how. So again, R&B music. It's toxic, bro. R&B music is toxic, and it leads young people astray, bro. And you know what's even worse about R&B music being toxic is that it's toxic good. In some ways, it's toxic good, and it makes you think that when you're dealing with your own domestic violence issues, which domestic violence isn't a joke, but when you're dealing with your own issues or arguing with your significant other, you're like, man, this feels like that one love song. And you can kind of justify the way your ass feels, like in a negative way. By justifying it because you heard it in a love song? (laughs) Bruh. The fuck? Come on. If so, if y'all still think I'm crazy while you're listening to this. Because I'm starting to even feel like I'm a little bit crazy. But I know, I know, I know my point. Anyways. (laughs) Take, for example, the song Suffocate by uh, Jay Holiday. Y'all remember him? You remember that nigga? I don't know what the fuck Jay Holiday's up to. What the fuck is Jay Holiday up to? Anyways, yeah, the song Suffocate by uh, Jay Holiday. Dog, perfect example of toxicity. Toxicity being displayed and it's seeming like it's a love song. Now, y'all remember this nigga said, (laughs) he said, 
I suffocate when you're away from me. So much love you take from me. I'm going up out of my mind. Let me run it back. I suffocate when you're away from me. So much love you take from me. I'm going up out of my mind. Motherfucker, if that don't sound like a controlling ass nigga, if you ask me. Like, this sounds like a needy ass nigga. I only relate on this level to about a 10,000. Because at one point, I was this nigga Jay Holiday. I remember feeling this type of way. I was not the best nigga to be around. So if niggas really suffocating when you're away from him, does that really sound appealing? Like, does that really sound appealing? Like, in the back of your head, you thinking to yourself, like, man, what the fuck? Nigga, nigga I, I'm at the stove. I'm at the stove. Damn. Like, what the fuck are you calling me for? I just, you see, another song. Another song. That nigga, don't ever leave me, girl. Like, what, nigga? I need you inside my world. Like, I can't go a day without you. Again, sounds like a needy ass nigga, bro. I'm just. <clears throat> and the thing is, you really, as a young man, grow up believing this shit. You really grow up believing that this shit in some way is cool. Like, it's like, it's the bee's knees. Like, this type of toxicity is cool. And if it ain't even being toxic, if it ain't being toxic, I think the. It ain't even, you know what? Let me back up. It's not even just toxicity. It's the lies, yo. It's the fucking lies. Like, the lies R&B music tell is just ridiculous, yo. Like, how do these niggas get away with some of these lies? And we really be singing them and singing them in our heads and singing them out loud and believing that this shit is real and it would ever happen? Because some of this shit would never, ever happen. I have to tell y'all, the biggest lie in R&B music, the biggest lie set up in R&B music, the biggest lie set up in an R&B music song, in my opinion, it's just something that's so astronomically hell now ish And I know that ain't a word, but hell now ish There is no way in the world that in this situation, if this happened on this song, that it would ever, ever, ever happen in real life, yo. And that is when Alicia Keys said she was going to call this boy and you don't know my name. You know, hold on. Let me just hold on. Bruh. Dude, can you imagine Alicia Keys? And you can say what you want. Maybe you think she's beautiful. Maybe you don't think she's beautiful. I think Alicia Keys is a rather good-looking woman. You know what I'm saying? A woman that good-looking is working at a diner, and she going to call a nigga and take him out on a date. This, what? So women out here with busted ass cell phones, because you remember her phone, uh, 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 and he'll, you hear me breaking up? Hear me? Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck Leash Key's cell phone was. She, she must have had cricket. Uh, to be fucking a woman with a busted cell phone. 
is going to be calling a nigga and trying to take him on a date. Letting niggas get this weird ass vibe in their head that women would ever approach them like that. And maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe, bro, some of you niggas is good looking enough that women are taking y'all out on dates. I mean, glory be all to you, bro. Because I sure ain't got it like that. But again, the lies, bro. I think the last lie that I have to get off my chest that I found to be just the trashes in R&B music is the the emotional vulnerability in some of that shit. The biggest lie, but the realest version of R&B music playing it for real, like it was a it was it wasn't a lie. You know what? It wasn't a lie. It was an accurate description of some fuck shit. That's what it was. And there was no more accuracy into it. But here's the problem. I just want to put that out there with with um <laughs> with this for this form of um behavior. It ain't beneficial, bro. And that was in Marvin's room. That whole hook by that nigga Drake was just a quintessential version of a nigga who just don't know his place. Because he really had us out here singing a song about a nigga who basically called somebody else girl on the whim of trying to get her back. And even when he, you know, some people are like, well, man, maybe she wanted him back. You know, maybe she wanted him back because she took the phone call. Bruh, because at this point, if y'all don't get it, I'm talking to the fellas. I'm telling the fellas. The fellas. <laughs> and I guess the ladies can, can peep game too. That like, bruh, don't do what they be doing in these songs. Calling another man's woman, even if she do want you or don't want you, bro, just, I, bruh, I will leave it be. If the 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 energy wasn't mutual, now me condoning cheating, we'll get onto that in another episode because I got a lot to say about that as I think about what I just said. But anyways, the fact that Drake is really in that song, sitting back and calling another nigga's woman—that's not a lie in per se of what happens in R and B music. I just wanted to let you all know that shit just ain't cool. Like it ain't play it, bro. It ain't pimp. Please don't be that nigga. Because here's the thing: that sounds cool over a Drake record, but I personally—you know—I've done some crazy shit. Y'all to listen to my podcast long enough. Y'all know I ain't playing Joe Cool in this motherfucker. Like I would never. You know what I'm saying? Women ain't got nothing on me. Like whatever. Y'all know I'm not playing that type of smooth because I'm not. But I've never been that low to call a woman at night when I didn't know what the fuck she was up to, if that makes sense. Because to be honest with you, after a certain hour, if I ain't talking to you, I just figure that you either giving head or getting head. I don't know. Or you could be asleep. Hmm. I don't know. So I have, though, been on the other end of being the man who was in the room with said woman. When another nigga calls, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you okay? You 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 available to talk?" And I'm just sitting there looking at her like, "Okay, 
All right, I mean, y'all handle that. While the meanwhile, the girl's on the other end talking to the dude like, hey, yeah, I'm good. You all right? Okay, yeah, now I'm at, I'm just at a friend's house. I'll talk to you later. Bye, click. And then proceed to do whatever the fuck we had got done or was doing. You know what I'm saying? And in some ways to myself, I just never wanted to be that nigga. Because here's the thing, fellas. Realistically, nigga, you might think she taking your phone calls because she still got her. I mean, because you still got her. Well, in all honesty, women be taking our phone calls, bro, because they be feeling bad for us. You know what I'm saying? Women had this little thing about, like, oh, I feel guilty, girl. I just take his call, make sure he all right. But don't get it twisted, bro. She just feels guilty because she don't want to be the reason why you uh, off yourself if y'all don't get back together. Niggas out here going crazy and shit. Like, come on. She don't want to feel bad about you going crazy, bro. Like, be easy. But no, all jokes aside, it's, it's not it's not a move, man. It's not a move. It's probably the realest move in a song, but it's not a move. I say all this, let's put this in perspective for all the fellas I'm talking to about this shit and just the people in general. Bro, take your ass off the internet sometimes. <laughs> Now, I know that's crazy to hear me say because I'm running a whole ass fucking show from the internet, but just understand that we all live in reality, man. We all have things that we go through, all have things that we like about ourselves, all have things we don't like about ourselves. But I'm on some real shit when I say this. I believe that every single person in their own way is a unique, beautiful individual. That is fucking true because there's always going to be something that you do better than somebody else. And there's always going to be something that you don't. So we're all learning from each other, no, no matter what. And to me, man, that's pretty fucking dope. You have no need to want to be somebody that you see on the Internet or that you hear in a song or what you hear, you know, that's popular. Be your motherfucking self. I mean, shit's fun to sing along to. But just remember what made you so cool in the first place is. Because you were your motherfucking self. And that's just me, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, just wanted to get that off my chest. Because I just, um, it's hard. Like, uh, I have a few a few people uh, younger than me that I talk to. And uh, ironically, I'm starting to realize that some of the things I say um, can be taken very, very apparently serious. And some, you know, can be leaving a mark. So I just want to make sure that I, like I tell y'all at the end of every episode, allow the peace to kill the evil man and make allow people to help themselves move forward and, you know, just see the brighter side of the darker days, you know. But that's going to wrap that episode up, man. It was, I just had to get that off my chest that um, R&B singers are terrible people. They leading y'all astray. <laughs> With them fake ass love songs. Stop. Ain't nobody dancing and singing in the middle of the rain. You look fucking crazy, bruh. Go home. All right. I've done it. Get on your knees and beg your woman something. You you, you look like a fucking psycho. <laughs> sounds like a sounds cool in a song. Looks funny on a movie, but <laughs> no, nah, don't do that shit in real life, bro. Oh man, you listen to another episode of the Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle.
Kuche. And like always, everybody, please, 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 please remember to allow the peace to kill the evil that's coming from within. Until next time, I'm out.